From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. This is the WIA National News Service. It is for week commencing January 15, 2017. WIA elections, nominations and ballot. The election of the Wireless Institute of Australia's Board of Directors by postal ballot will happen in March. The nomination of candidates closed with the returning officer January 31. The nomination requirements are in the Wireless Institute of Australia's regulation postal ballot for the election of directors, and that's on the WIA website and available on request. That regulation sets out the formalities of nominations and the conduct of the election by ballot that closes on the 27th of March. Official notification of the call for nominations was in the December edition of Amateur Radio magazine, and nominations are sought from WIA members to be a director of the company, the Wireless Institute of Australia. This year, all seven positions on the WIA board are open. If you consider your skills and experience can add to the requirements of being a voluntary director of a modern not-for-profit organisation, then please consider nominating. The returning officer will send out candidate information and a ballot paper in March. The WIA, through its Merit Awards program, recognises those who have made a worthy contribution to amateur radio. Do you know somebody to nominate? then please read the criteria and complete a nomination form to be found on the WIA Awards website page. The WIA Board decides at its discretion whether to make an award and of what type. Nominations close March 31, announced and where possible presented, at the WIA's AGM and Conference at Handorf, South Australia, May 19 to 21. Hello, this is Phil Waite, VK2ASD, President of the WIA. Today I want to talk about band plans. The WIA is reviewing the digital segment in the 80 metre band and for several other HF bands where the Australian band plan does not correspond to band plans in other countries. There are also proposals for changing the 30 metre band plan and we want your feedback on these issues. Band plans are a way we avoid clashes between incompatible transmission modes and attempt to set aside different band segments for each type of activity. That's what the WIA does with its voluntary band plans. Apart from avoiding interference, band plans make it easier for us to find other amateur stations with the same interests. The WIA's Technical Advisory Committee, led by John Martin, VK3KM, reports that for many years our 80 metre band plan has included a digital segment at 3620 to 3640 kHz. The original reason for adopting this segment was the licensing restrictions that applied at the time for novice operators. These restrictions no longer apply, so the band plan should be updated to bring it into line with accepted operating practices, which includes a greater use of digital modes. John sets out a reasoned argument for that change on the WIA website and in the January-February edition of AR Magazine. The proposal is to align our 80-metre digital segment with the rest of the world by moving it to 3570 to 3600 kHz, that is, 
starting at 50 kHz lower in frequency and making it 10 kHz wider. Please have a read of the article whether you use digital modes or not. Now turning to 30 meters, there's been some discussion of interference problems that occur on that narrow band. The 30 meter band is only 50 kHz wide and most countries have restricted it to CW and narrow band digital modes. Australia is a little different because the ACMA does not restrict a licensed mode so long as there is spectrum to support it. Again, John VK3KM discusses the matter and with his depth of experience proposes a band planning solution. The Technical Advisory Committee wants your feedback on band planning on the HF bands both from WIA members and the amateur radio community. Your ideas have equal weight whether you are a WIA member or not. Please read the article and any thoughts or comments you have would be appreciated. This is Phil Waite, VK2ASD for the WIA. This is WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, with some news about 6 metres. A recent discussion on Facebook began with the question, why is 6 metres split in two? This refers to two things. Firstly, that the 50 to 54 MHz amateur band is half a primary allocation and half a secondary allocation. Secondly, that standard licensees are only permitted to use 52 to 54 MHz. The upper half of 6 metres, 52 to 54, is the primary allocation. The lower half, 50 to 52 megs, is the secondary allocation, with broadcasting being the primary allocation. And that remains the case in the latest Australian Radio Frequency Spectrum Plan, ARSP 2017. This is the top 2 megs of the 7 MHz former analogue television service channel of 45 to 52 megs. As I discovered in the echo chamber of Facebook and have experienced at club meetings and ham fests, there exists various degrees of knowledge, limited understanding, misunderstanding and myth-making about amateur band allocations. How 6 metres came to be as it is today is high on the list of myths reiterated as facts. As I, quote, was there, unquote, a certain responsibility falls on me to set the record straight. In Australia, amateurs were the primary service in 50 to 54 megs over the 1950s to mid-1960s. On the 1st of January 1964, 50 to 52 megs was withdrawn. On that date, 45 to 52 megs, channel 0, was allocated exclusively to the broadcast service for a television channel. 288 to 296 MHz, the 1 metre band, was also withdrawn on that infamous day, the 1st of January 1964. In addition, 420 to 450 MHz, the 77mm band, was allocated to the amateur service on a secondary basis, defence radio location, that is radar, being primary. Q3 bars of Chopin's funeral march. How do I know this? I was already a keen VHF shortwave listener on 6 metres at the time. As I said earlier, I was there. In the late 1980s, Peter Stackpole, VK1RX, now a silent key unfortunately, a keen 6 metre operator and at the time a senior officer in the forerunner to the ACMA. He wrote a proposal for amateurs to share 50.05 to 50.2 MHz with the broadcasting service in the 50 to 52 MHz band segment. 
The proposal demonstrated that sharing would be possible and interference to the primary service areas of Channel Zero television stations and TV service repeaters using 45 to 52 megs could be avoided. With the support of the WAA, the proposal was put to and adopted by the communications regulator at the time and subsequently incorporated into the amateur licence conditions. The proposal can be found online and the internet address is in the text edition of this broadcast. The amateur licence conditions were amended such that, from the early 1990s, advanced licensees in Queensland, New South Wales, the ACT and Victoria had restricted access on 50 to 50.3 megs, with specific geographic boundaries and reduced transmitting power. Within the boundaries, no operation was permitted. Advanced licensees in the other states and territories had unrestricted access to 50 to 52 megs. Peter Stackpole got to chase DX on 6 metres during some very exciting solar maximum years. As many listeners would be aware, the coming of digital television brought a significant change to the allocation and use of broadcast TV channels, and with it the closure of all Channel Zero TV services. The last Channel Zero analogue TV station closed on 27th November 2013. As that deadline loomed, the WIA wrote to the ACMA in November 2013, to which the ACMA replied on 13th December, advising that amateur operations in the 50 to 52 MHz band will no longer need to be curtailed in order to avoid interference to Channel Zero stations. Once again, I was there. As a member of the WIA Spectrum Strategy Committee, I got the job of drafting the WIA letter for the board to review and agree and for the President to sign. You can see this history unfold on the WIA website. The URLs of the news and documentation is in the text edition of this broadcast. What about the standards I hear from those in the back row? Since 2014, the WIA has advocated that standard licensees get access to the whole of the 6 metre band. Among a host of other things, this is on the agenda of the Spectrum Strategy Committee's discussions with the ACMA on future licence conditions, as Peter Stackpole demonstrated. With passion, evidence and advocacy, it is surprising what can be achieved. Advocacy, education, support, that's what we do. This has been WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. The Voice of America celebrates its 75th anniversary on February 1st, 2017. Voice of America's audience growth has been exponential. In fact, 2016 numbers are said to be the highest to date. A record number of 236.6 million people weekly around the globe through various platforms television, radio and the World Wide Web. Every year more people get their news and information from digital platforms, so VOA placed a greater emphasis on social media last year and numbers skyrocketed. VOA sites now enjoy nearly 7 million hits weekly from people around the world. AM switched off in Polynesia. 
Some inhabitants of French-controlled Polynesia are unhappy at the switchover from medium-wave AM to VHF-FM broadcasting. Radio New Zealand reports Radio Polynesia Premier switched to an all-FM service at the beginning of December, leaving pockets of inhabitants in valleys and on remote atolls without any local radio service. The broadcaster added 5 FM transmitters to its network of 48 to improve its reach, but in an area the size of Europe, the signal fails to reach all communities. Concern has been expressed that vital weather warnings are no longer heard. The FCC has turned down two petitions filed in 2016, each seeking similar changes in the Part 97 amateur service rules. James Edwin Wedby, November Zero Echo Charlie November, had asked the Commission to amend the rules to reduce the number of amateur radio operator classes to technician, general and amateur extra by merging remaining novice class licensees into the technician class and all advanced class licensees into the amateur extra class. In a somewhat related petition, Jeffrey H. Siegel, Whiskey Bravo 2, Yankee Romeo Lima, had requested that the FCC grant advanced class licence holders Morse code operating privileges equivalent to those enjoyed by amateur extra class licensees. The FCC dismissed the two petitions on January 5. The FCC streamlined the amateur radio licensing system into three classes, Technician General and Amateur Extra, in 1999. While it no longer issues new novice or advanced class licences, existing licences can be renewed, and novice and advanced licensees retained their operating privileges. German Ham Radio Callbook PDF Germany's telecommunications regulator, the Federal Network Agency, BNetza, has released a new edition of the Amateur Radio Callbook for free download. The 768-page PDF is available for free download at the link in this week's only official Australian ham radio news service. Take a look on wia.org.au and follow the links we like to this week's news broadcast. 60-metre band allocated in Kazakhstan. According to the letter from the State Enterprise Committee on State Control in Sphere of Telecommunications Information and Mass Media, which is the Radio Spectrum Management Authority, the Amateur Radio Service in Kazakhstan has been allocated the 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz band, 60 metres, on the secondary basis. Currently there is no clarity in regard to the maximum allowed output power on the band and station category based restrictions, if any. Mystery Cosmic Radio Bursts Pinpointed They're one of the most persistent puzzles in modern astronomy. As the name suggests, fast radio bursts, FRBs, are short-lived but powerful pulses of radio waves from the cosmos. Their brevity, combined with the fact that it's difficult to pinpoint their location, have ensured their origins remain enigmatic. Outlining their work at a major conference, astronomers say they now have traced the source of one of these bursts to a different galaxy. It's an important step to finally solving the mystery, which has spawned a variety of different possible explanations, from black holes to extraterrestrial intelligence. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's Contact Sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2017. January 1, December 31, the Victorian Local Government Award 2017 Challenge. January CWIA's Ross Hall Memorial VHF UHF Contest. 
WA Summer VHF Future Field Day this weekend, Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th of January. Upgrade TQSL to version 2.0 for Logbook of the World. As of 1400 hours GMT on the 15th of January, the AWRL's Logbook of the World will no longer accept contacts that have been digitally signed by versions of TQSL earlier than version 2.0. Users of earlier versions are encouraged to upgrade as soon as possible. As all the TQSL versions contain uncorrected defects and display inaccurate error messages. The current versions of TQSL for Windows, OS X and Linux are available online. This action does not affect data already uploaded to Logbook of the World. All QSOs remain in the LOTW database in perpetuity. The latest version can be downloaded from the WIA's official website and make sure you do have it correct. It is wia.org.au. Just follow the links we'd like to read on this week's text edition and the link to install the new version is in this week's text edition of this newscast. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash LOTW dot AWRL dot org forward slash LOTW dash help forward slash installation dash. Another link to follow down the rabbit hole is to do with this year's IARU World High Speed Telegraphy Championship. This will be hosted by the Hungarian Radio Amateur Society, MRAS said. It will take place from the 13th to the 17th of September 2017. January 2017. All Aussie radio amateurs may substitute their normal VK callsign prefix with the letters AX on Australia Day. Thursday, January 26. The ACMA automatically allows this privilege which was negotiated by the WIA. The AX prefix is popular among prefix hunters and others, while the use of a special QSL card is encouraged by the WIA. German Antarctic Research Base called Neumeyer 3 is on the air until February. Call sign DP1POL, mainly CW and digital modes. This activity will count as AN016 for the IOTA program. QSL manager is DL1ZBO and logs will be uploaded to Logbook of the World. Another Antarctic operator is Alex, RN1ANC, on the Russian Vostok station Antarctica, where he will be until February 2018. His call sign again, RI1ANC, and during his spare time he will be active on CWSSBN Digital. QSL manager is RN1ON. David, ZS1BCE, who was active from the research station on Marion Island for 12 months during 2013-14, is returning there soon for a further 17 months. He will reactivate his ZS8Z call sign and operate SSB on the HF bands. As before, his QSL manager will be ZS1LS. Belgium, ON. Lions Club's International Belgian Amateur Radio Operators are QRV as OR100LCI until March 2017 to mark its 100th anniversary. Activities on the HF bands using CWSSB and RIDI. QSL via ON8ZL. OC177. A group of Indonesian operators will be active as YE0S from Sabira Island, north of the city of Jakarta, between March 20 and 27th. The Sabira Island is the outermost island of Jakarta Special Capital City, district of the Republic of Indonesia. Activity will be on the 160 to 6 metres using CWSSB and the digital modes. An online QSL request service, OQRS, will be used for this de-exhibition. 
To celebrate the 80th birthdays of both King Harold V and Queen Sonia of Norway during 2017, special event stations will be active. The call signs to look for are LM80REX and LM80Q. QSLs for these stations are via club log OQRS. Activity from the Sovereign Base series on Cyprus has been rare in recent times, but during January three stations are on the air. The call signs are ZC4SB, ZC4DB and ZC4JB. Check out qrz.com for details of the QSL information. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. A quick look at Media Watch and you would have heard that your ABC is going to axe the Radio Australia shortwave broadcasts to the Pacific. There is now an online petition calling on them to rethink this decision And the link is in the text edition of this, the WIA National News. Now, submitting WIA news items, a reminder when supplying hamfest info, we obviously can't plug commercial traders on air, but we at the WIA will put your supporters in this text edition. No worries. If you'd like to submit news items for inclusion in the VK1 WIA broadcasts, please email your item in text to nationalnews at wia.org.au and don't just send URLs, links, etc. But take the time to pen your contribution. To submit audio, read How to Submit Items in the weekly news page on wia.org.au but also check that it has recorded A-OK. Remember, the sooner you submit materials, the more the likelihood of it being broadcast in the very next edition of WIA National News. Each item will only be broadcast once. If you want a couple of mentions, please submit different slants to keep your event fresh. And, always, if the newsroom is to read your item, write it in the third person. Are you an amateur radio user? Or user? Whether it be the WIA... Your local club? Show your support in a tangible way. Support the providers you utilise. Hi, I'm Brian, VK3GR, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News, beginning with ATV and an SSTV pirate in Monitoring System Newsletter. The IARU Region 1 Monitoring System Newsletter reports that a pirate radio station in Italy has been transmitting slow-scan TV on 28001.5 kHz. The station has apparently been transmitting their exact latitude and longitude as part of the image. IARU Region 1 Monitoring Newsletter has all the details. To defence, Ham Radio will help mark another 100th anniversary this year, the Battle of Vimy Ridge. Amateur Radio Newsline says the Battle of Vimy Ridge 100 years ago is often called a defining moment for Canada. Though soldiers paid a terrible price with their lives, the Canadian World War I victory in France in 1917 is said to mark the birth of Canada as a nation. Special event station VE100VIMY will be calling throughout each of Canada's 13 call areas from now through to March 30th. All of this will culminate in the actual battle commemoration in April with stations located at the Vimy Memorial site in France operating around the clock. The special event was organised by the Vimy Commemorative Station Society in British Columbia. Now to digital. 
turn on your laptop and make it a 24 megahertz to 1.7 gigahertz receiver. This is a nice idea from our friends to the west, way west in South Africa. AMSAT SA is holding a half-day SDR workshop in association with the South African Radio League in February. This is a hands-on workshop where participants will install a VHF-UHF RTL dongle and program it to become a VHF-UHS receiver covering 24 meg to 1.7 gig. The workshop fee includes the RTL dongle and a memory stick with all the required software as well as light refreshments. Obviously the light refreshments won't be on the USB stick. And all the details and registration form for our ZS listeners are, you know where, in this week's text edition on wia.org.au. You can follow the links to this week's broadcast. Now moving to females in radio. Amateur Radio Sisterhood honours co-founder. The Sisterhood of Amateur Radio has honoured one of their own, a founding mother of the group. Amateur Radio Newsline's Jerry Goodrich, KF5KRN, tells us Elizabeth Bigley... KD7RIN, has been honoured by the group she helped create. Elizabeth, who co-founded the Sisterhood of Amateur Radio in Nevada, has become a recipient of its 2016 Legacy Award. The honours were conferred on her during the group's holiday luncheon in Nevada on December 17th. Elizabeth has been part of SOAR leadership since it first came into being in 2009 and also president of the group's Las Vegas chapter. The Legacy Award honours women who have contributed to supporting the female involvement in the advancement and continuation of amateur radio. Now Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Australian Tests for a Mars Mission. Steady progress is being made towards Central Australia being used in April by a radio amateur for testing a wide area radio network on the planet Mars. Robert Brand, VK2URB of Thunderstruck Aerospace, it's a great name, reports that the project on a salt lake calls for 10 separate penetrators to be ejected about 6 kilometres from the surface. On penetrating the surface, a ring about 8 kilometres wide will be formed as part of a radio system. A metre-diameter solar panel providing energy is expected to survive for at least 6 months on Mars, while the radio system relays weather and the subsurface information. It's part of a project to develop the Mars Nanolander and Methane Detection System called Median, set to land in 2025. The role of amateur radio is providing essential communications for the test and for the event which is gaining worldwide attention. Still with Final Frontier, BY-70-1 ham radio satellite camera. Mingchuan Wei, BG2-BHC, has announced the availability of a guide on using the camera on the new BY-70-1 amateur radio satellite. For BY-71, an open telecommand is designed to allow radio amateurs to send commands to take and download an image. Go to our WIA official news website, wia.org.au, and follow the links if you'd like to read this week's text edition where all the direct links are shown for this BY-71 interaction. Now to special interest groups, RAW, Rotarians of Amateur Radio. Bill Main, VK4ZD, RAW Immediate Past President, 2012-2015, to advises RAW members of the arrival of the new Communicator newsletter. And if you have something you wish to offer for the next Communicator, don't hold back. Send it to VK4DI, the editor, now. Now, you can view the latest Communicator by going to 
www.ifroar.org. And uh, that's all I have for this week. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. And uh, I'm Brian, VK3GR, signing off from Melbourne. Socially speaking, February 19 in VK3, the Hamfest, the Western and Northern District Amateur Radio Club's Hamfest, 10am Werribee Masonic Centre, that's in Watton Street, Werribee. February 26, the Central Coast Field Day at Wyong, enter at 8.30am. March 26 in VK3, EMDRC's Hamfest, Great Ryrie Primary School, Heathmont. April 28 to May 1 in VK4, the Clareview Gathering. May 19, right across VK, it's being held just outside of Adelaide at Harndorf. It's the WIA AGM. And September 9 to 10, Alara Meet 2017 in Cairns. Here's Diane. The 2017 Cairns Alara Meet program is now online at www.alara.org.au. Our VK4 committee has been working hard to produce a varied and interesting program for both YLs and partners. This meet is being organised with a great mix of technical and tourist activities. If you've never been to a meet, then this is the one to attend. We will all enjoy a tropical getaway, meet with other YLs, forge new friendships and hopefully leave with a re-energised interest in our hobby. We've been able to secure discounted rates at Cairns Colonial Club for accommodation, but these rates will only apply if the accommodation is booked through the Alara Meet Committee. The Alara Meet program and accommodation pricing are on the website now. Don't forget to pre-register your interest in attending so we can get you into the mailing list and advise you of any updates as soon as they happen. This is Diane BK4DI for Alara Meet 2017. Thanks, Diane. Well, there we be, the end of WIA and the National News Service for another week. I'm Graham VK4BB inviting you to join us again same time next week for the next edition of WIA and the National News Service. Until then, walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.